we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Listen to the same damn message that they give me. Tell me how to feel. Tell me what's wrong. I tried to call. Pick up the phone. Become on my own. Everybody says you coming back to man. Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work and destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black or all you white. I don't even really care. I just really want to know what's right. They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book. And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life. Tell me where I'm going. Is it heaven to hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Looked me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it. When they set the bar and I exceeded it. My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but I've never took the time to fucking read this shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe and he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit, so maybe it's you who actually fears me, I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly, so many lies, a thousand different theories, all I wanna know is who really made religion, cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me, no more lies, no more death, bring back king, bring back X, please dear God let their soul rest, protect who's left and watch their steps, dear God, dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again, I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer, so I'll end this all, by saying amen. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. It's Friday. You know, that used to mean something. Everyone would get all excited on Friday because it's the last day of the work week, right? You get the weekend off. That was a traditional way. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle said, I want to personally thank you for doing the best audio Bible I enjoy hearing and look forward to daily. Thank you. You just made my day and it's just getting started. I love it. I never really got the joy of Friday, not since I was in school, right? Because my work week never ended when I worked for the man, when I was in the corporate world, hospitality, hotels, etc. Retail, there's no weekends, there's no holidays. Monday was my day off. I got one day off a week. Monday was my day off. And now Mick too. He got last weekend off, two, two days in a row. He's got to work again this weekend, Saturday anyway. That's fine. God worked for six days and rested on the seventh. But what is that seventh day? Does it matter? As long as you take one day to rest and praise God, reflect, be thankful, does it matter what day it is? Yes, Lindsay, now I serve the actual man. You're right. So, it's Friday. But happy Friday to all y'all that that means something too. I received the answers to our third test yesterday afternoon. I like these tests because you get the answers at the end to see if you are right or not. Except this test is the test for your soul. 
So you better listen to the answers to make sure you're right going forward, right? That's three blessings. Who deserves blessings? Everyone. Those who give blessings to others will often find themselves blessed and therefore give it to everyone. The evil chooses not to hear blessings, but remember that your blessings to them may cast out the evil spirit and therefore save them. Jesus did just that. And if you are capable of doing greater miracles, let us bless everyone. What does it mean to be blessed? A blessing is a gift from your creator. Everything around you, even the ground you tread upon, is a blessing. A blessing cannot be defined without Lord God unless you perceive it as love. God is love. A blessing is having love from God. To give a blessing is sharing it. Where do you find blessings? Everywhere. Look around you. Down to the piece of sand on a seashore. A place where blessings are more often given, more often, it is to a stranger, a new friend, or generally anyone you meet in public. Strange how we rarely bless someone who we already know, who is dear to our life, a spouse or a family member, our own children or close neighbors. Blessings are given to those that we don't know if they are blessed. Those who are often blessed say it back. How is a blessing received? With love. God's gift is with love, and so a blessing is love, and you shall receive it the same. Evil has no love, and some, if not most, will turn away from a blessing, for they know not the meaning. Why is a blessing important? That is why. You must know the meaning. You must know it comes from your Lord God, and it is His gift to you. Its importance lies in the concept of what a blessing is used for. It is such a simple gift to give, but it has innumerable benefits, which we call blessings. The next test will be given soon. I feel like I approached that last test with a black pill in my mouth and doubt in my heart. But the answers are right and true and make me feel a lot better. Change that black pill to a white pill. You know the difference? Everyone knows the red pill and the blue pill, right? Have you all seen The Matrix? The red pill, well, the blue pill is living in the matrix with rose-covered glasses, rose-colored glasses, thinking everybody and everything is nice and hunky-dory. And then you take the red pill, you wake up, and you see the evil in the world. The black pill is when you understand that that evil is coming for you. The white pill is the understanding that God's got your back. The evil can come all at once. But if you stand on your rock of faith in God, it cannot touch you. 
Do not fear. Do not panic. Do not scurry. Trust in God. Know that he loves you. Spread that love. Rid the world of the evil demons. So, let's uh, watch the next in the series from Brother Matt from mid-December. Before we get started. If you remember, we finished the second book of Chronicles yesterday, so we get to move on. I think Ezra's next. Anyway, here's Brother Matt. Uh, hey, brothers and sisters, Brother Matt, back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to share today is from November 15th, 2023. Uh, if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos. You can see the things that the Lord has been giving me to share. What I do here is as the Lord uh, gives me a message to share, I just, I just give it to you. Uh, the way that he gave it to me, I don't add anything to it in the interpretation or explanation or my own kind of thoughts about it. Um, it's it's not a sermon. It's not just like a recitation of scripture. Um, it's the message that the Lord gave. And I just, I just try to give it to you the way that he gave it to me. Um, so if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to subscribe so you'll be notified of the other videos that come out when they come out. If you have prayer requests, please put your prayer requests in the comment section so that I can pray for you so that other people on this channel can pray for you. This is a thing that we can do for each other no matter where we are in the world. We I think maybe I did it again. I think maybe I played yesterday's again. Let's see. If so, we'll skip to the next one. We can support each other in prayer. And that is, that is a good, that is a right thing for us to do as the body of Christ to support each other. I know many are struggling, struggling with finances, struggling with health, struggling with relationship issues or conflicts at work or conflicts in other areas, spiritual conflicts and things like that. Um, we're, I mean, we're all struggling, you know, in various ways, but we can support each other by praying for each other. And so I encourage you, if you look through the comments and you see a prayer request, stop and pray. Just take a moment to lift that person up and, and maybe reply to their comment and let them know that you're praying for them. That is a thing that we can do. We can encourage each other. We can support each other in that way. I felt very encouraged by all of you guys telling me that you're praying for me. And, um, and for my family and, and, you know, I've felt those prayers. I've felt the power of those prayers in my life. I know uh, we, we can all feel those things. So uh, please do pray for each other. And if you have prayer requests, please do put your comment, your, your prayer requests in the comment section. Um, last thing I want to say before I read the message is I started a Substack where I can post the written form of the message and I can add some annotations and, um, like Bible cross-references and things, because sometimes scriptures really occur to me that fit really well. Um, so you can go to the Substack and you can read the message after you watch the recording of it. And, um, and you can also see kind of my annotations and some comments there sometimes that when it seems appropriate for me to give that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead now and read the message from November 15th, 2023. The message uh, this day started with a vision, and the vision was of um, Jews at the Wailing Wall, in particular, 
men and boys um, standing at the wailing wall. And um, there were aspects related to this vision that came back through the message. Um, so when those things come back in, I'll, I'll come back to that. But that sort of image of these Jewish men and boys at the wailing wall was kind of a pervasive vision that continued. So this is what the Lord said. When destruction comes upon them, they will be unprepared. They will believe that peace has come, that they dwell in security. But there is no security, no peace, no safety apart from me. O foolish man that does not make the Lord his trust, see how destruction creeps up upon him. So then this vision continued and um, un in, in a way that was kind of different from in previous visions, I heard um, I heard what sound, seemed to me to be like a news report that was going along with what I was seeing. And so what I heard, some of these some of these words and things, I heard they will go to war for Israel. They will only serve Israel. This seemed to be some relation to a news report. And then I saw battleships again. And I've seen battleships before. I've talked about that before on this channel. And, and this time, this image of the battleship that I saw was black and white. It almost seemed like it was like an image from World War II or something. But I, I could see this battleship, um, this ship in the harbor, and it was firing missiles off somewhere. And then I started to hear a news report and this is what I heard the newscasters say. It said, in Israel today, a great tragedy has struck the Jewish nation. And then I heard the word sneak attack. And then I saw the men and the boys again. And this time, the men and the boys at the Wailing Wall suddenly all kind of looked to their left. From whatever the perspective was I was seeing them at, they looked to the left and then, um, you know, something was happening. And then suddenly people just started to run um, in chaos, uh, you know, run, running for their lives, I guess. Um, so that was this vision that, that kind of went along with the words. Um, and so then the word from the Lord continued, and this is what the Lord said as he continued. He said, woe to you, O man who searches for peace and safety outside of my mighty hand. You who trusts, you who trust in shields and horses and walls, you who boast of your great city, but apart from me, even these great cities shall fail. And then I heard from the Lord, a clearing of accounts is coming. And the Lord continued, I, the Lord, will speak. Now listen to me. These things are coming swiftly upon the earth, for the day approaches. Like a thief it will come when they are unaware, as they are lulled to sleep by their passions and their fantasies and their distractions. But when it comes, I will capture every eye. 
there are none that will not see. Though many seek to hide their eyes, for they cannot stand the light of my gaze. They cannot suffer my light upon them, for my light exposes all that is hidden in the heart of man. In you, O man, is hidden great darkness, sin, and perversity. You think you can hide behind a smiling face, but I, the Lord, who knows the heart of every man, I am he who sees you as you are. I am he who will uncover your nakedness and lay you bare to the light. Go tell them, O oh man, tell them to prepare and watch. Tell them to be ready for me, for my day. Tell them I am their only hope. For salvation is found in no other name, but in the name of the Lord. He who was called out of Egypt. So uh, that is where the message ended um, for November 15th, 2023. So I'm going to go ahead and stop there. Um, salvation is found in no other name than the name of Jesus Christ. He is the one who was called out of Egypt. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Um, as we move into the Christmas season and we look forward to his coming, uh, boy, I pray. I pray for you that if you haven't called upon his name, that you would call on his name, right? Romans 10, 13, all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Um, this is a season of waiting and expectation as we look forward to, you know, our remembrance of the coming of Christ and his advent and his incarnation, which changed the entire world, right? When the word became flesh and dwelt among us, um, we are as we're looking forward to this remembrance of his coming, we're also looking forward to the time that he is going to come again. And as this word said, we should be prepared. We should be watchful. I pray for you that you will be ready when he comes um, and that you will say with me, come Lord Jesus, come, come Lord, come. Uh, I'm ready. I know many of you are ready, um, but for those of you that maybe you're not ready, then Maybe this is a warning that it is time to get ready for him because he is coming soon. So brothers and sisters, with that, I'm going to stop right here. And uh, I look forward to being with you guys again soon. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Brother Matt. Quick correction for him, though. He said November 15th. That message was from December 15th. But that's okay because I have today's title listed as February 1st and it's obviously February 2nd. So I'll have to change that. We all lose time sometimes. Why is that? We need to lose all the time, all the time. Break that chain. It binds you more than you know. I may not work for corporate anymore. But I still don't get time off. Right? Because the animals always need attention.
They don't live by our concept of time. The gardens always need attention. They don't live by our concept of time. My family's stomachs don't live by the concept of time, unless it's feed me now. So it's okay. Try and get rid of time. If you're off this weekend, take your watch off. Turn it, stop looking at the clock every 20 minutes. Take the clocks down in your house. Live without time. Live without man's time. See what it's like to live in cycles rather than minutes. Hmm. Yeah, appointments are rough, Tanya. I gotcha. Latanya said, then we start missing appointments and forget to eat, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my children don't forget to eat. <laughs> missing appointments is another thing, though. That is something, right? But uh, that's why I said try it on a weekend when you might not have appointments. You don't have to be at work. Just see what it's like. Because soon it's going to be your life. And if you don't start adjusting to it now, it's going to be a heck of a shock. So before we get started, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to accomplish everything we need to accomplish to prepare for your return. Matt's message was from December. He said this was a period of waiting and anticipation. That time has passed. Now we are in a period of preparation, urgent preparation. So we thank you, God, for giving us this time to prepare for your return, as we know that your return is soon in perspective. Our idea of soon might not be the same as yours. But we need to prepare now, as those tribulations are coming very, very soon. If you all think it's bad now, prepare. It's going to get worse. We thank you, God, for sending us your messengers to warn us. We thank you for giving us ears to hear your words, eyes to see your signs, the discernment to be able to tell the truth from the lies, the courage to speak your word to others. We ask, dear God, that you please soften the hearts of those that we would like to join us on our path. We ask for prayers for healing for those that are sick, injured. We 
Thank you, God, for our children whose innocence reminds us of what we're fighting for. Thank you for our animals who show us how to live for you alone. Teach us about unconditional love. Thank you for my husband, my rock. Thank you, God. For all of you, everyone listening, more and more every day. Thank you for our friends and family. Those who've been in our lives forever. Those that have just joined us and those that are yet to join us. We thank you, God. But most of all, we thank you for life on this beautiful day. It's going to be 70 here today. I'm excited. So. I'm going to dig in the dirt today. Plant some food to feed my family. More food to feed my family. So yesterday we finished the second book of Chronicles. If you remember, king after king did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. And eventually he had enough. And Babylon came and took all the people and all the treasures from the house of the Lord away. Just carried them all away. If you remember from Trispiracy last weekend, though, the Ark of the Covenant was not on that list. Where'd it go? Anyway, we are moving into Ezra. So, Ezra, chapter one. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him an house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God, which is in Jerusalem. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with beasts, beside the freewill offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites, with all them whose spirit God had raised to go up to build the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem. And all they that were about them strengthened their hands with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods and with beasts and with precious things beside all that was willingly offered. Also Cyrus, the king brought forth the vessels of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem and had put them in the house of his gods. Even those did Cyrus, king of Persia, bring forth by the hand of Mithridath, the treasurer, 
and numbered them unto Sheshbazar, the prince of Judah. And this is the number of them. Thirty chargers of gold, a thousand chargers of silver, nine and twenty knives, thirty basins of gold, silver basins of a second sort, four hundred and ten, and other vessels, a thousand. All the vessels of gold and of silver were five thousand and four hundred. All these did Sheshbazar bring up with them out of the captivity that were brought up from Babylon unto Jerusalem. Chapter 2 Now these are the children of the province that went up out of the captivity of those which had been carried away, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away unto Babylon, and came again unto Jerusalem and Judah, every one unto his city, which came with Jerusalem, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Realiah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mitzpar, Bigvi, Rehum, Bana, the number of the men of the people of Israel, the children of Parash, two hundred and a hundred seventy and two, the children of Shephatiah, three hundred seventy and two, the children of Ara, seven hundred seventy five, the children of Pathmoab, of the children of Jeshua and Joab, 2,812. The children of Elam, 1,254. The children of Zatu, 945. The children of Zakai, 703 score. The children of Bani, 642. The children of Bebe, 623. The children of Azgad, a thousand two hundred twenty and two. The children of Adonikam, six hundred sixty and six. The children of Bigvi, two thousand fifty and six. The children of Adin, four hundred fifty and four. The children of Atur of Hezekiah, ninety and eight. The children of Bezai, three hundred twenty and three. The children of Jorah, a hundred and twelve. The children of Hashum, two hundred twenty and three. The children of Gabar, ninety and five. The children of Bethlehem, an hundred twenty and three. The men of Nedophah, fifty and six. The men of Anathoth, an hundred twenty and eight. The children of Asmaveth, forty and two. The children of Kerjath Arim, Shephira and Beeroth. 740 and 3. The children of Rama and Gaba, 620 and 1. The men of Michmas, 120 and 2. The men of Bethel and Ai, 220 and 3. The children of Nebo, 50 and 2. The children of Mabish, 150 and 6. The children of the other Elam, 1,250 and 4. The children of Harim, 320, the children of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 720 and 5, the children of Jericho, 340 and 5, the children of Sena, 3,630, the priests, the children of Jedidiah, of the house of Jeshua, 970 and 3, the children of Immer, 1,050 and 2, the children of Pashur, 1,240 and 7. The children of Harim, 1,017. The Levites, the children of Jeshua and Kadmiel, of the children of Hodaviah, 
70 and 4. The singers, the children of Asaph, 120 and 8. The children of the porters, the children of Shalom, the children of Atter, the children of Talman, the children of Akub, the children of Hatita, the children of Shobai, in all 130 and 9. The Nethanims, the children of Ziha, the children of Hasufa, the children of Taboath, the children of Keros, the children of Siaha, the children of Padon, the children of Labanaha, the children of Hagabah, the children of Akub, the children of Hagab, the children of Shalmei, the children of Hanan, the children of Gedel, the children of Gahar, the children of Reiha, the children of Razen, the children of Nedkoda, the children of Gazam, the children of Uzzah, the children of Paseah, the children of Besai, the children of Asna, the children of Mehunim, the children of Nephusim, the children of Bakbut, the children of Hakufa, the children of Harhur, the children of Basluth, the children of Mahida, the children of Harsha, the children of Barkus, the children of Sisera, the children of Tama, the children of Nazea, the children of Hatifa, the children of Solomon's servants, the children of Sotai, the children of Sophareth, the children of Paruda, the children of Jala, the children of Darkon, the children of Gedel, the children of Shephetiah, the children of Hatil, the children of Pokereth, the children of Zabeam, the children of Ami. All of the Nethims, the children of Solomon's servants, were 392, and these were they which went up from Telmalaha. Tell Harsa, Cherub, Adan, and Immer, but they could not show their father's house and their seed whether they were of Israel, the children of Deliah, the children of Tobiah, the children of Nekoda, 650 and 2. And of the children of the priests, the children of Habiah, the children of Kaz, the children of Barzillai, which took a wife of the daughters of Barzillai, the Gildite, and was called after their name. These sought their register among those that were reckoned by genealogy, but they were not found. Therefore were they, as polluted, put from the priesthood. And the Tershatha said unto them that they should not eat of the most holy things, till there stood up a priest with Urim and with Thuman. And the whole congregation together was forty and two thousand three hundred and threescore beside their servants and their maids, of whom there were 7,330 and seven. And there were among them 200 singing men and singing women. Their horses were 730 and six, their mules 240 and five, their camels 430 and five, their asses 6,620. And some of the chief of the fathers, when they came to the house of the Lord, which is at Jerusalem, offered freely for the house of God, and set it up in his place. They gave after their ability unto the treasure of the work threescore and one thousand drams of gold, and five thousand pound of silver, and one hundred priest's garments. So the priests and the Levites, and some of the people, and the singers and the porters, and the Nethanims dwelt in their cities, and Israel, all Israel, in their cities. Chapter 3 And when the seventh month was come, and the children of Israel were in the cities, the people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. Then stood up Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and his brethren the priest, and Zerubbabel, the son of Sheltiel, and his brethren, and builded the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings thereon, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. 
and they set the altar upon his bases, for fear was upon them because of the people of those countries. And they offered burnt offerings thereon unto the Lord, even burnt offerings morning and evening. They kept also the Feast of Tabernacles, as it is written, and offered the daily burnt offerings by number, according to the custom, as the duty of every day required, and afterward offered the continual burnt offering, both of the new moons, and of all the set feasts of the Lord that were consecrated, and of every one that willingly offered a freewill offering unto the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month began they to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, but the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid. They gave money also unto the masons and to the carpenters and meat and drink and oil unto them of Zidon and unto them of Tyre to bring cedar trees from Lebanon to the sea of Joppa, according to the grant that they had of Sirius, king of Persia. Now in the second year of their coming unto the house of God at Jerusalem in the second month, began Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and the remnant of their brethren, the priests and the Levites, and all they were that were come out of the captivity unto Jerusalem, and appointed the Levites from twenty years old and upward to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. Then stood Jeshua with his sons and his brethren, Cadmiel and his sons, the sons of Judah, together, to set forward the workmen in the house of God, the sons of Henadad, with their sons and their brethren, the Levites. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the son of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang together by course and praising and giving thanks unto the Lord, because he is good, for his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers, who were ancient men, that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice. And many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout, and the noise was heard afar off. Chapter 4 Now when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the children of the captivity builded the temple unto the Lord God of Israel, then they came to Zerubbabel and to the chief of the fathers and said unto them, Let us build with you, for we seek your God as ye do, and we do sacrifice unto him since the days of Asar Hadan, king of Ashur, which brought us up hither. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the chief of the fathers of Israel said unto them, Ye have nothing to do with us to build an house unto our God, but we ourselves together will build unto the Lord God of Israel, as King Cyrus the king of Persia hath commanded us. Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah, and troubled them in building, and hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose. All the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia, and in the reign of Asurius, in the begin beginning of his reign, wrote they unto him an accusation against the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem. And in the days of Artaxerxes wrote Bishlam, Mithridath, Tabiel, and the rest of their companions, unto Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And the writing of the letter was written in the Syrian tongue and interpreted in the Syrian tongue. Rahum, the chancellor, 
And Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to our taxis, the king in this sort. They wrote Rahum, the chancellor, and Shimshai, the scribe, and the rest of their companions, the Dinites, the Afarsethakites, the Tarpalites, the Aphersites, the Archivites, the Babylonians, the Susankites, the Dehavites, the Elamites, and the rest of the nations whom the great and noble Asnapper brought over and set in the cities of Samaria, and the rest that are on this side of the river, and as such a time. This is a copy of the letter that they sent unto him, even unto Artaxes the king. Thy servants, the men on this side the river, and at such a time, be it known unto the king that the Jews which came up from thee to us are come unto Jerusalem, building the rebellious and the bad city, and have set up the walls thereof and joined the foundations. Be it known now unto the king that if this city be builded and the walls set up again, then will they not pay toll, tribute, and custom, so thou shalt endamage the revenue of the kings." Now, because we have maintenance from the king's palace, and it was not meet for us to see the king's dishonor, therefore have we sent and certified the king, that search may be made in the book of the records of thy fathers. So shalt thou find in this book of the records, and know that this city is a rebellious city, and hurtful unto kings and provinces, and that they have moved sedition within the same of old time, for which cause this city was destroyed. We certify the king that if this city be builded again and the walls thereof set up by this means, thou shalt have no portion on this side the river. Then sent the king an answer unto Rehom the chancellor and to Shimshay the scribe. And so the rest of their companions that dwelt in Samaria and unto the rest beyond the river. Peace. And at such a time, the letter which she sent unto us hath been plainly read before me. And I commanded, and search hath been made, and it is found that this city of old time hath made insurrection against kings, and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. There have been mighty kings also over Jerusalem, which have ruled over all count countries beyond the river, and toll tribute and custom was paid unto them. Give ye now commandment to cause these men to cease, and that this city be not builded, until another commandment shall be given from me. Take heed now that ye fail not to do this. Why should damage grow to the hurt of the kings? Now when the copy of the king, Artaxes' letter, was read before Rahum and Shimshay the scribe and their companions, they went up in haste to Jerusalem unto the Jews and made them cease by force and power. They ceased the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased unto the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Chapter 5. Then the prophets, Haggai the prophet, and Zechariah the son of Edu, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, even unto them. Then rose up Zerubbabel the son of Shaltael, and Jeshua the son of Josadak, and began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them were the prophets of God helping them. At the same time came them to Tatnai, Gover, governor on this side the river, and Shethar Bosnai, and their companions, and said thus unto them, Who hath commanded you to build this house, and to make up this wall? Then we said unto them after this manner, What are the names of the men that make this building? 
But the eye of their God was upon the elders of the Jews, that they could not cause them to cease till the matter came to Darius. And then they returned answer by letter concerning this matter. The copy of the letter that Tatnai, governor on this side river, and Shethar Bosnai and his companions, the Arphas, Arphasakites, which were on this side of the river, sent unto Darius the king. They sent a letter unto him, wherein was written thus, Unto Darius the king, all peace. Be it known unto the king that we went into the province of Judea to the house of the great God, which is builded with great stones and timber is laid in the walls. And this work goeth fast on and prospereth in their hands. Then we asked those elders and said thus unto them, who commanded you to build this house and to make up these walls? We asked their names also to certify thee that we might write the names of the men that were chief of them. And thus they returned us answer, saying, We are the servants of the God of heaven and earth, and build the house that was builded these many years ago, which a great king of Israel builded and set up. But after that our fathers had provoked the God of heaven unto wrath, and he gave them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, the Chaldean, who destroyed this house, and carried the people away into Babylon. But in the first year of Cyrus, the king of Babylon, the same king Cyrus made a decree to build this house of God and also the vessels of gold and silver of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple that was in Jerusalem and brought them into the temple of Babylon. Those did Cyrus, the king, take out of the temple of Babylon, and they were delivered unto one whose name was Sheshbazar, whom he had made governor and said unto him, Take these vessels, go, carry them into the temple that is in Jerusalem, and let the house of God be builded in his place. Then came the same Sheshbazar and laid the foundation of the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. And since that time, even until now, hath it been in building, yet it is not finished. Now, therefore, if it seem good to the king, let there be search made in the king's treasure house, which is there at Babylon, whether it be so, that a decree was made of Cyrus the king to build this house of God at Jerusalem, and let the king send his pleasure to us concerning this matter. So, that is the end of chapter 5 of Ezra. Tomorrow, Saturday, we're going to do a longer show. We're going to finish Ezra. We're going to read Nehemiah and Esther, I believe. Yes. So we will finish this book of the Bible tomorrow and start on the books of poetry, starting with Job on Sunday for a special good book on Sunday morning, also at nine. So. So join us then tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. for the good book. And then Sunday as well, again at 9 a.m. for the good book. Both will be longer shows. So, so, you know, we'll see how long my voice holds up or my tongue to speak these words. Don't forget, Lion is coming up next here in uh, about nine minutes, both on her channels and on our channels. I encourage you to go watch on her channel, the Liana Wilbert Show on Rumble, pilled.net. But if you can't find it, you can always come watch over here. 
because we'll be playing it all day. And then Mick and I will be back tonight at 5.45 for the pre-show, 15 minutes of music before the Patriot Party podcast starts at 6 p.m. And again, it's Friday, so it will be a longer show, especially because now we're eating dinner before the show, which means I get to start cooking dinner at like 3 in the afternoon. It's okay, though. And then, again, tomorrow morning, good book at 9 a.m., Freedom Gardens at 2 p.m. Sunday, good book at 9 a.m., Freedom, uh, Spiracy at 2 p.m. So, no. Thank you all for watching and listening. And uh, Brian, that's a good question. Brian said, what is a burnt offering exactly? Got it. Burnt offerings were sacrifices that were completely consumed by fire as a way of worshiping God or seeking his forgiveness. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are new to the Bible. Brian, don't be afraid to ask questions because a lot of people that are listening also are not new to the Bible and they can have happily answer. So we're all here to learn, right? Real quick before I go, since I have a couple minutes here, actually. Um, I was chatting with someone over in the Rumble chat last night as I was watching the replay of yesterday's show last night. He was asking if it was a live or it was a replay. Obviously it was a replay. But, uh, Man, it just went right out of my head. I had the whole thing right there. Boom. It's gone. Guess I'm not supposed to talk about it. Oh, well. That's what happens. Hmm. Okay. Never mind then. Um, yeah. Thank you all for watching. May God keep you safe and blessed. May you give those blessings on to others and receive them with love and grace. And uh, may God keep you safe in the protection of his wing until he comes again for us, which will be soon, so get ready. So thanks for watching, y'all. And uh, I'll see you on the flip side. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. I just got out of bed myself. I set the alarm for eight after Mick left at like seven. I set the alarm for eight. 8.45, I was like, oh, wow, I get to go do the show. Get set up. What do you know? But hey, it doesn't take that long. So we can get it done quick. I had to go let the birds out, uncover the house chicken. And she's not left yet. She's not ready to go yet. And uh, yeah, there I am. So I'm not quite awake yet because I literally just opened my eyes. Well, I guess it would have been 30 minutes ago now. Still. <sighs> it's okay. So. The test about the blessings. (laughs) 
I don't know if I read this to you guys yesterday or not, but I'm going to do it again because we got the answers. Oh, yes. Yeah, I got a huge cup of coffee right here. See, there it is. Except I haven't drunk enough of it yet. That's the problem. Mm. There we go. My eyes will open a little bit more with each sip. So, it's all right. We have a solid 11-minute message from Matt to listen to. So the test about the blessings. Who deserves blessings? Everyone. Those who give blessings to others will often find themselves blessed and therefore give it to everyone. The evil chooses not to hear blessings. But remember that your blessings to them may cast out the evil spirits and therefore save them. Jesus did just that. And if you are capable of doing greater miracles, let us bless everyone. What does it mean to be blessed? A blessing is a gift from your creator. Everything around you, even the ground you tread upon is a blessing. A blessing cannot be defined without Lord God unless you perceive it as love. God is love. A blessing is having love from God. To give a blessing is sharing it. Mm -hmm. Where do you find blessings? Everywhere. Look around you. Down to the piece of sand on a seashore. A place where blessings are more often given. More often is to a stranger, a new friend, or generally anyone you meet in public. Strange how we rarely bless someone we already know and who is dear to our life, a spouse or a family member, our own children or close neighbors. Blessings are given to those that we don't know if they are blessed. Those who are often blessed say it back. How is a blessing received? With love. God's gift is with love, and so a blessing is love, and you shall receive it the same. Evil has no love, and some, if not most, will turn away from a blessing, for they know not the meaning. Why is a blessing important? That is why. You must know the meaning. You must know it comes from your Lord God, and it is His gift to you. Its importance lies in the concept of what a blessing is used for. It is such a simple gift to give, but it has innumerable benefits, which we call blessings. Hmm. So, how'd y'all do on that test? I don't feel like I did quite as well as maybe I did on the others. I was a little black-pilled on that one. It's okay, though. We keep learning. And here's another one. The seven tests. These tests have answered who you are, what the value of life is, where blessings come from, and now we must ask how. Why replace the question of when with how? What importance is it to remove time? Or is it that time itself is not important? I've told you before what time is. 
Time is life. But that is my perception from where I stand, not yours. Your life revolves around time. You number your days, your time of day. You display the time on nearly every device in your home. Why be so consumed by time? Is it because time is your life? Or is it because life is time? Humor me and answer the five questions while describing your perception of time. Then answer those questions again while describing your life. Are the answers the same? How do they compare? Who are you without time? Who are you without life? What is time? What is life? Where do you value time the most? Where do you value life the most? How do you use your time? How do you use your life? Why do you put time into your life? Why do you put life into time? Something to ponder. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow morning. So I am doing a special good book tomorrow morning to start the book of Job, provided we finish uh, everything else today. We, uh, this will be a longer show today, y'all, if you were just hoping for an hour Bible reading. Mm-mm. <coughs> we're going to finish. Not the whole Bible. We're going to finish the book that we're on. So we can start the books of poetry tomorrow. That means that that Dax song that we listened to this morning, Dear God, the last time that'll get played because I changed the intro song with each new book of the Bible. So we'll have to see what song I play next. It will be a Dax song. There's a very specific reason for that. I wonder if y'all can figure it out. Anyway, let's uh, listen to Brother Matt's message. This one is from December 18th, my wedding anniversary. And let's see what Brother Matt has to say here. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to read today is from December 18th, 2023, uh, just from earlier this morning. If you're new to this channel, what I do here is as the Lord uh, gives me messages, I just read them to you the way that they were delivered to me, word for word, the way that the Lord gave it. I don't add any interpretation or explanation or any anything additional to it. Um, I trust the Holy Spirit will give you discernment and wisdom about how you should uh, interpret and understand it. Um, so I just read the message for what it is. If you're new to the channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos that I've posted and the other things the Lord has been speaking um, because he has been speaking a lot. So this is not a sermon. Uh, it is not just uh, a, a recitation of scripture. This is uh, the message that the Lord gave me to share. And so I'm going to share it the way that he gave it to me. Um, as always, I'm grateful for everybody here on the channel, for all the new subscribers that have joined us recently. Welcome to you. And uh, for everybody who's been with me for a while, I'm, I'm grateful as always for all of you guys 
uh, for your encouragement, for your support, for your prayers, uh, for, for me and for my family. I am praying for you also. And as always, I just encourage you guys, if you have prayer requests, put them in the comment section so we can pray for you. Uh, as a community, this is something that I see that we've been doing really well is to pray for each other. So if you scroll down through the comments and you see a prayer request, pray for that person. Just take a moment and pause and, and lift a prayer up for that person and maybe comment back that you're praying for them. Uh, that's a great encouragement. And it's something we should be doing for each other. Um, it's important for us as the body of Christ to, to be praying for each other, supporting each other now uh, as we approach um, as we approach the day, the coming day. Um, so having said all of those things, oh, the other thing I want to remind you of is I have started a Substack, uh, which is a like a, a website thing you can go to where you can read the message. So I've been posting it there. Um, I've been posting uh, the messages that he's been giving recently, just the text so you can go in and read it and also giving some annotations and scriptural cross-references. And sometimes if there's, uh, you know, I feel like a thought that I need to add to it, I may add something there. Um, so you can listen to it here or you can go read it there. Um, and uh, and have a chance to kind of go through it maybe a little more slowly than when I read it. Um, I'm also reposting everything from the Easter to Pentecost series of messages the Lord gave me. It'll be up there on the Substack um, day by day as I post it. So go check out the Substack. I'll put the link in the description box here so you can click there. And also, if you ever want to get in contact with me, my email address is posted in the in the description. So you can send me an email if you like and I will uh, do my best to respond to you. Okay, having said all of those things, uh, this is the message for December 18th, 2023. Am I a God who is silent? No, I am a God who speaks. I am not like the gods of the nations who have no voice, who have mouths but are silent. For I am a living God. I am the one true God, the faithful one, the one who was and who is and who is to come. I, the Lord, who brought you out of captivity, who preserves a remnant for myself. He who brought you out of exile. He who sets the boundaries of the nations and determines their rise and fall. He who sets the times and the seasons, the Almighty One, the living God, He who was and who is and who is coming soon, I will speak, therefore listen and heed my words, O man. I have set a countdown and the times have been appointed. Those who are weary and tired of waiting will soon be satisfied. I am never late. I am always on time. But my time is not your time, O oh man. Therefore, be watchful. Remain vigilant. Set your watch. Prepare. For the day is soon coming upon you. If you were wise, O nations, you would turn to me while there is yet time for you. But you have hardened your heart. 
stiffened your neck, turned your face from me. You have turned aside to your lovers. You would play the harlot even now. Though I have set my witnesses before you, though they testified to you day and night, still you cover your ears and hide in the darkness. I will expose you, O nations, O men. I will reveal your nakedness. I will put my light on you and all will see. You cannot hide from me, O men, O nations. For I am he who sees the heart of the matter. I am he who sees the heart of every man. For I am he who formed you, who forged your inward parts. I have observed all your ways from before you were born. I know you intimately. I know you from inside out. Though I made you to find me, you all, like sheep, have turned aside and sought your own way. Yet still I call that you might return, that you might come home to me, that you might hear your master's voice. Return to me. Call on my name while there is yet time for you, that you might be saved. For destruction and woe is appointed. Judgment is appointed. It will not be held back. If you would be saved from what is coming, hide yourself under the shadow of my wing. Call on the name of the one who can save you. For your lovers cannot save you, O man. The gods of your nations cannot save you. There is only safety in my hand. When your towers fall and your gates collapse, when the wave comes upon you, then you will see. Then you will see your folly. Then you will see the silence of your gods. They have no hand to save you. They have no mouth to comfort you, to answer you when you call. When destruction comes upon you, then you will see. I would that you would heed this warning, O men, O nations, that you would avoid that day, for it is coming quickly upon you. Turn, turn while there is yet time for you. Even now have I loved you. Even now have I offered you a hand. O faithless children, if only you would return to your father's house.
declare it to them, O servants of the Lord, for some may repent and return to me. Blessed is he who believes, though he does not see. Blessed is he that remains faithful when the road is not clear. Remain steadfast, O servants of the Lord. Do not look back. Keep your hand to the plow. I have already set the path before you that you might walk in it. Soon you will see how I have gone before you, even when your path is hard. Still I am faithful. Still I am with you. For I told you I would be with you always, even to the end of the age. I am a faithful God. I am he who keeps his promises. Trust in me and remain faithful on the path and you will see my hand among you. I, the Lord, have spoken as I will. Declare this word and do not hold it back. All right, that is the message uh, for December 18th, 2023. Brothers and sisters, I pray that the Lord would bless you and be with you, that he would keep you, that he would encourage you and strengthen you for the days ahead. I pray also that the Lord would empower you to speak his word to others, to boldly and fearlessly make the gospel known. It's a crucial time, I think. So, brothers and sisters, be blessed. I'll be with you again next time. And uh, until then, I'm praying for you. Pray for me also. God bless. Thank you, Brother Matt. Hmm. I do encourage y'all to go check out his substack, strengthfortoday.substack.com. And also our substack, archangelsamongus.substack.com. So the tests are in there. Anointing your homes is in there. It's easy to get to. Substack's really user-friendly, actually. And I've been trying to write more of them every day, either at the Archangels Among Us or at the Patriot Party Pod Review, working on it. I've also been writing my book as I've been directed and writing in a journal, which is very odd for me, but that's okay. I got there. These are new and different times. And for the first time in my life, I just do what I'm told but not by man. I've never just done what I was told by man. So I often got in trouble. I was questioned. I was asked why. Why do you get to tell me what to do? Who are you? What if it's the wrong thing? If I don't agree with it, I'm definitely not going to do it. So I need to know why you're asking me to do something to see if I agree with it, to see if I go ahead and do it. I've always been that way. But now... Now my orders come from someplace different. 
and I questioned them at first and I got slapped around quite a bit. Who am I to question? Now I just do what I'm told. It's changed our entire lives. We live in a new place. My whole life has changed. I spent yesterday out in the gardens planting. It was very nice. It was a beautiful day. I hung my soaker hoses. Now that I've fenced in my garden on the top as well, the roosters were above me on the chicken wire roof going, what you doing, mama? Why can't we get in there? Come eat what you're planting. That's why the roof is up. My whole life is different. Better. In many, many, many ways. Better for me. Better for my family. Better in general. So, before we get started, let's pray. Like I said, this is going to be a long show. We're not on any specific time schedule. Even though I got here on time. Barely. But there's no end time. We'll finish when we finish. Did I see where CH is? CH. Let's see. Oh, really? Weird. I did not see that. Michelle said, did you see where CloudHub is charging now to upload with caps? Hmm. We're just live over there. I don't upload anything. When I do have to upload, like last night, you know, you... You don't have to watch the clock constantly. You don't have to let time rule your life. You can live by routine. Sometimes if you change your routine, it screws up your whole day. Normally I get up in the morning and I start producing podcasts and segmenting them so I can upload them to StreamYard and play them overnight. Yesterday I, I didn't follow my normal routine because I spent most of the day in the gardens planting, which meant I was on, on the couch until one o'clock in the morning, one thirty in the morning, dozing, watching The Godfather, waiting for clips to finish or segments of podcasts to finish so that I could go to bed because I have to process them and then upload them, set them up. It's a process. It takes time. But it doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be done by a certain time just before I go to bed, before they start, right? It's a process. It's a routine. I know when I get up in the morning, I have to go let the birds out. As long as the sun's up, the birds got to come out. And now uncover the house chicken. <laughs> Make coffee. Come read the good book and then go about my day. 
usually until the older child gets home from school and then I come in and make dinner, set up the show for the evening. But the only time, specific times that run my life is the time that I spend with y'all because I've made a promise to be here at a certain time and I try and keep that promise. So we'll talk some more about time tomorrow. Pray first. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return, which is very soon. Thank you for sending us your messengers to tell us what it is that we need to do to set us on our path, to slap us back into place if we start to stray off of it. Thank you for giving us ears to hear your words, eyes to see your signs, the discernment to know the truth from the lies, the courage to speak your words to everyone. Thank you for our animals who show us what it is to live for you alone, which teach us about unconditional love. My son snuck in here a few minutes ago because Annie's laying on the couch, the bed in here. He knows I'm live, but he came in quietly and was giving Annie kisses or good morning kisses, right? And then when he left, she looked over Wait, where'd my kisses go? Because she adores him. But not enough to get off the bed and follow him. Because she likes being in here with me for the good book. Unconditional love. Thank you for our children. Just innocence and curiosity and Joy, remind us of what we're fighting for. Thank you for my husband, my rock. He was very cranky this morning. Of course, I was half asleep, so, or mostly asleep, so I'm sure he'll be fine this afternoon. Thank you, God, for coming back for us, for preparing us, for saving us from this wicked generation. We need saving. But most of all, thank you for life. We do live in very interesting times. Thank you for life every day. So yesterday, 
we got into the book of Ezra and <coughs> if you remember, I think we'd finished at chapter five. They're rebuilding the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. But of course, people were coming against them. That's what happens. When you do God's work, people always try and get in your way. So, Ezra, chapter 6. Then Darius the king made a decree, and a search was made in the house of the rolls where the treasures were laid up in Babylon. And there was found at Akmetha, in the palace that is in the province of the Medes, a roll, and therein was a record thus written. In the first year of Cyrus, the king, the same Cyrus the king, made a decree concerning the house of God at Jerusalem. Let the house be builded, the place where they offered sacrifices, and let the foundations thereof be strongly laid, the height thereof three score cubits, and the breadth thereof three score cubits, with three rows of great stones, and a row of new timber, and let the expense be given out of the king's house, and also let the golden and silver vessels of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar took forth out of the temple, which is at Jerusalem, and brought on to Babylon, be restored and brought again onto the temple, which is at Jerusalem, every one to his place, and to place them in the house of God. Now therefore, Tatnai, governor beyond the river, Shethar Bosni, and your companions, the Apharsachites, which are beyond the river, be ye far from thence. Let the work of this house of God alone, let the governor of the Jews and the elders of the Jews build this house of God in his place. Moreover, I make a decree what ye shall do to the elders of these Jews for the building of this house of God, that of the king's goods, even of the tribute beyond the river, forthwith expenses be given unto these men, that they not be hindered. And that which they have need of, both young bullocks and rams and lambs, for the burnt offerings of the God of heaven, wheat, salt, wine, and oil, according to the appointment of the priests which are at Jerusalem, let it be given them day by day without fail, that they may offer sacrifices of sweet savors unto the God of heaven, and pray for the life of the king and of his sons. Also I have made a decree that whosoever shall alter this word, let timber be pulled down from his house, and being set up, let him be hanged thereon, and let his house be made a dunghill for this. And the the God that hath caused his name to dwell there destroy all kings and people that shall put to their hand to alter and to destroy this house of God, which is at Jerusalem. I, Darius, have made a decree. Let it be done with speed. <clears throat> then Tatnai, governor on the side river, Shethar, Bozni, and their companions, according to that which Darius the king had sent, so they did speedily. And the elders of the Jews builded, and they prospered throughout the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. And they builded and finished it according to the commandments of the God of Israel, and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Xerxes king of Persia. And this house was finished on the third day of the month Adar, 
which was in the sixth year of the reign of Darius the king. And the children of Israel, the priests and the Levites, and the rest of the children of the captivity, kept the dedication of this house with joy, and offered at the dedication of this house of God an hundred bullocks, two hundred rams, four hundred lambs, for a sin offering for all Israel, twelve he-goats according to the number of the tribes of Israel. And they set the priests in their divisions and the Levites in their courses for the service of God, which is at Jerusalem, as it is written in the book of Moses. And the children of the captivity kept the Passover upon the 14th day of the first month. For the priests and the Levites were purified together, all of them were pure, and killed the Passover for all the children of the captivity, and for their brethren the priests, and for themselves. And the children of Israel, which were come again out of captivity, and all such as had separated themselves unto them from the filthiness of the heathen of the land, to seek the Lord God of Israel, did eat, and kept the the feast of unleavened bread seven days with joy. For the Lord had made them joyful, and turned the heart of the king of Assyria unto them, to strengthen their hands in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. Chapter 7. Now after these things, in the reign of Atzerses, king of Persia, Urza, Ezra, the son of Sariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitub, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Marioth, the son of Zechariah, the son of Uzi, the son of Buki, the son of Abishua, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the chief priest. This Ezra went up from Babylon, and he was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his request, according to the hand of the Lord his God upon him. And there went up some of the children of Israel, and of the priests, and the Levites, and the singers, and the porters, and the Nethanims, unto Jerusalem in the seventh year of Xerxes the king. And he came to Jerusalem in the fifth month, which was in the seventh year of the king. For the first day of the first month began he to go up from Babylon. And on the first day of the first month, the fifth month, came he to Jerusalem, according to the good hand of his God upon him. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord, and to do it, and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. Now this is the copy of the letter that the king Artaxerxes gave unto Ezra the priest, the scribe, even a scribe of the words of the commandments of the Lord, and of his statutes to Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, unto Ezra the priest, a scribe of the law of the God of heaven, perfect peace, and at such a time. I make a decree that all they of the people of Israel and of his priests and Levites in my realm, which are minded of their own free will to go up to Jerusalem, go with thee. For as much as thou art sent of the king and of his seven counselors to inquire concerning Judah and Jerusalem, according to the law of thy God, which is in thine hand, and to carry the silver and gold, which the king and his counselors have freely offered unto the God of Israel, whose habitation is in Jerusalem. And all the silver and gold that thou canst find in all the province of Babylon, with the freewill offering of the people and of the priests, offering willingly for the house of their God, which is in Jerusalem, that thou mayest buy speedily with this money bullocks, rams, lambs, with their meat offerings and their drink offerings, and offer them upon the altar of the house of your God, which is in Jerusalem. And whatsoever shall seem good to thee, 
and to thy brethren to do with the rest of the silver and the gold that do after the will of your God. The vessels also that are given thee for the service of the house of thy God, those deliver thou before the God of Jerusalem. And whatsoever more shall be needful for the house of thy God, which thou shalt have occasion to bestow, bestow it out of the king's treasure house. And I, even I, Xerxes the king, do make a decree to all the treasures which are beyond the river, that whatsoever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of the God of heaven, shall require of you, it be done speedily. Unto an hundred talents of silver, and to a hundred measures of wheat, and to an hundred baths of wine, and to an hundred baths of oil, and salt, without prescribing how much. Whatsoever is commanded by the God of heaven, let it be diligently done for the house of the God of heaven. For why should there be wrath against the realm of the king and his sons? Also we certify you that touching any of the priests and Levites, singers, porters, methanims, or ministers of this house of God, it shall not be lawful to impose toll, tribute, or custom upon them. And thou, Ezra, after the wisdom of thy God, that is in thine hand, set magistrates and judges, which may judge all the people that are beyond the river, and as such, all such as know the laws of thy God, and teach ye them that know them not. And whosoever will not do the law of thy God, and the law of the king, let judgment be executed speedily upon him, whether it be unto death, or to so banishment, or to confiscation of goods, or to imprisonment. Blessed be the Lord God of our fathers, which hath put such a thing as this in the king's heart, to beautify the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem, and hath extended mercy unto me before the king and his counselors, and before all the king's mighty princes. And I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, and I gathered together out of Israel chief men to go up with me. Chapter 8 These are now the chief of their fathers, and this is the genealogy of them that went up with me from Babylon in the reign of Artaxerxes the king. Of the sons of Phinehas, Gershom, of the sons of Ithamar, Daniel, of the sons of David, Hattush, of the sons of Shechaniah, the sons of Pharosh, Zechariah, and with him were reckoned by genealogy of the males an hundred and fifty. Of the sons of Pahathmoab, Eliohoni, the son of Zariah, and with him two hundred males, of the sons of Sekaniah, the son of Jaziel, and with him three hundred males, of the sons also of Abin, Ebed, the son of Jonathan, and with him fifty males, and of the sons of Elam, Jeshiah, the son of Athaliah, and with him seventy males, and of the sons of Shephatiah, Zabadiah, the son of Michael, and with him fourscore males, of the sons of Joab, Obadiah, the son of Jehiel, and with him two hundred and eighteen males, and of the sons of Shalomith, the son of Josephiah, and with him an hundred and threescore males, and of the sons of Babai, Zechariah, the son of Babai, and with him twenty and eight males, and of the sons of Asgad, Johanan, the son of Hakatan, 
and with him an hundred and ten males. And of the last sons of Adonakam, whose names are these, Eliphalet, Jael, Shemaiah, and with them threescore males, also of the sons of Bigvi, Uthai, and Zabud, and with them seventy males. And I gathered them together to the river that runneth to Ahava, and there abode we in tents three days, and I viewed the people and the priests, and found there none of the sons of Levi. Then I then sent I for Eleazar, for Ariel, and for Shemiah, and for Elnathan, and for Jarib, and for Elnathan, and for Nathan, and for Zechariah, and for Meshulam, chief men, also for Joarib, and for Elnathan, men of understanding. And I sent them with commandment unto Edo, the chief at the palace, Kasphia. And I told them what they should say unto Edo and to his brethren, the Nethanims, at the palace, Kasphia, that they should bring unto us ministers for the house of our God. And by the good hand of our God upon us, they brought us a man of understanding of the sons of Mali, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and Sheribiah with his sons and his brethren, eighteen, and Hashibiah, and with him Jeshiah and the sons of Merari, his brethren and their sons, twenty. Also of the Nethanims, whom David and the princes had appointed for the service of the Levites, two hundred and twenty Nethanims. All of them were expressed by name. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before our God to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance. For I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way, because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all them for good that seek him, but his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. So we fasted and besought our God for this, and he was entreated of us. Then I separated twelve of the chief of the priests, Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brethren with them, and weighed unto them the silver and the gold and the vessels, even the offering of the house of our God, with the king and his counselors and his lords, and all Israel there present had offered. I even weighed unto their hand six hundred and fifty talents of silver, and silver vessels an hundred talents, and of gold an hundred talents also twenty basins of gold of a thousand drams, and two vessels of fine copper, precious as gold. And I said unto them, Ye are holy unto the Lord, the vessels are holy also, and the silver and the gold are a freewill offering unto the Lord God of your fathers. Watch ye and keep them, until ye weigh them before the chief of the priests and the Levites, and the chief of the fathers of Israel at Jerusalem, in the chambers of the house of the Lord. So took the priests and the Levites the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem onto the house of our God. Then we departed from the river of Ahava on the twelfth day of the first month to go on to Jerusalem, and the hand of our God was upon us, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy, and of such as lay in wait by the way. And we came to Jerusalem and abode there three days. Now on the fourth day was the silver and the gold and the vessels weighed in the house of our God by the hand of Merimoth, the son of Uriah the priest, and with him was Eleazar, the son of Phinehas, and with them was Josabad, the son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, the son of Benui, Levites, by number and by weight of every one. 
And all the weight was written at that time. Also the children of those that had been carried away, which were come out of the captivity, offered burnt offerings unto the God of Israel, twelve bullocks for all Israel, ninety and six rams, seventy and seventy seventy and seven lambs, twelve he goats for a sin offering. All this was a burnt offering unto the Lord. And they delivered the king's commissions unto the king's lieutenants, and to the governors on this side the river. And they furthered the people and the house of God. Chapter 9. And when these things were done, the princes came to me, saying, The people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the lands, doing according to their abominations, even of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. For they have taken of their daughters for themselves and for their sons, so that the holy seed have mingled with themselves with the people of those lands. Yea, the hand of the princes and the rulers hath been chief in this trespass. And when I heard this thing, I rent my garments and my mantle and plucked off the hair of my head and of my beard and sat down astonished. Then were assembled unto me every one that trembled at the words of the God of Israel because of the transgressions of those that had been carried away. And I sat a stonied until the evening sacrifice. And at the evening sacrifice, I arose up from my heaviness and having rent my garments and my mantle, I fell upon my knees and spread out my hands unto the Lord, my God and said, Oh, my God, I am ashamed and blush to lift up my face to thee, my God. For our inequities are increased over our head, and our trespasses grown up onto the heavens. Since the days of our father, we have been in a great trespass unto this day. And for our inequities have we, our kings and our priests, been delivered into the hands of the kings of the lands, to the sword, to captivity, and to a spoil, and to confusion of face as it is this day. And now for a little space, grace, grace hath been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a nail in this holy place that our God may lighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in our bondage. For we were bondsmen, yet our God hath not forsaken us in our bondage, but hath extended mercy unto us in the sight of the kings of Persia to give us a reviving to set up the house of our God and to repair the desolations thereof and to give us a wall in Judah and in Jerusalem. And now, O our God, what shall we say after this? For we have forsaken thy commandments, which thou hast commanded by thy servants, the prophets, saying the land unto which ye go to possess us is an unclean land with the filthiness of the people of the lands with their abominations, which have filled it from one end to another with their uncleanness. Now, therefore, give not your daughters unto their sons, neither take their daughters unto your sons, nor seek their peace or their wealth forever, that ye may be strong and eat the good of the land and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever. After all that has come upon us for our evil deeds and for our great trespass, seeing that thou, our God, has punished us less than our inequities deserve and has given us such deliverance as this, 
Should we again break thy commandments and join in affinity with the people of these abominations? Wouldest not thou be angry with us till thou hadst com- consumed us, so that there should be no remnant nor escaping? O Lord God of Israel, thou art righteous, for we remain yet escaped as it is this day. Behold, we are before thee in our trespasses, for we cannot stand before thee because of this. Chapter 10. Now when Ezra had prayed and when he had confessed, weeping and casting himself down before the house of God, there assembled unto him out of Israel a very great congregation of men and women and children, for the people wept very sore. And Shechaniah, the son of Jehiel, one of the sons of Elam, answered and said unto Ezra, We have trespassed against our God and have taken strange wives of the people of the land. Yet now there is hope in Israel concerning this thing. Now, therefore, let us make a covenant with our God to put away all the wives and such as are born of them, according to the counsel of my Lord and of those that tremble at the commandment of our God. And let it be done according to the law. Arise, for this matter belongeth unto thee. We also will be with thee. Be of good courage and do it. Then arose Ezra and made the chief priests, the Levites, and all Israel to swear that they should do according to this word. And they swear. Then Ezra rode up from, rose up from before the house of God and went into the chamber of Johanan, the son of Elishem. And when he came thither, he did eat no bread nor drink water, for he mourned because of the transgression of them that had been carried away. And they made proclamation throughout Judah and Jerusalem unto all the children of the captivity that they should gather themselves together unto Jerusalem and that whosoever would not come within three days, according to the counsel of the princes and the elders, all his substance should be fortified and his self separated from the congregation of those that had been carried away. And when all the men of Judah and Benjamin gathered themselves together unto Jerusalem within three days, it was the ninth month and on the 20th day of the month, and all the people sat in the street of the house of God, trembling because of this matter and for the great rain. And Ezra the priest stood up and said unto them, Ye have transgressed and have taken strange wives to increase the trespass of Israel. Now, therefore, make confession unto the Lord God of your fathers and do his pleasure and separate yourselves from the people of the land and from the strange wives. Then all the congregation answered and said with a loud voice, as thou hast said, so must we do. But the people are many and it is a time of much rain and we are not able to stand without. Neither is this a work of one day or two, for we have many that have transgressed in this thing. Now let our rulers of all the congregation stand, and let all them which have taken strange wives in our cities come at appointed times, and with them the elders of every city, and the judges thereof, until the fierce wrath of our God for this matter be turned from us. 
Only Jonathan, the son of Asahel, and Jahaziah, the son of Tikva, were employed about this matter. And Meshulam and Shabbatai, the Levite, helped them. And the children of the captivity did so. And Ezra the priest, with certain chief of the fathers, after the house of their fathers, and all them by their names, were separated, and sat down on the first day of the tenth month to examine the matter. And they made an end with all the men that had taken strange wives by the first day of the first month. And among the sons of the priests there were found that had taken strange wives, namely of the sons of Jeshua, the son of Jezodak, and his brethren, Maseah, and Elazar and Jarib, and Gedaliah. And they gave their hands that they would put away their wives, and being guilty, they offered a ram of the flock for their trespass. And of the sons of Immer, Hanani, and Zebediah, and of the sons of Harim, Messiah, and Elijah, and Shemaiah, and Jahiel, and Uzziah, and of the sons of Pashur, Elianai, Messiah, Ishmael, Nathaniel, Josabad, and Alsa, also of the Levites, Josabad, and Shimi, and Kaliah, the same as Kalida, Pethahiah, Judah, and Elazar, of the singers also, Eliashib, and of the porters, Shalom, and Telem, and Uri. Moreover of Israel, of the sons of Parash, Ramiah, and Josiah, and Malkiah, and Mayamin, and Elazar, and Malkijah, and Benaiah, and of the sons of Elam, Mataniah, Zechariah, and Jahiel, and Abdi, and Jeremoth, and Eliah, and of the sons of Zachu, Elionai, Eliashib, Mataniah, and Jeremoth, and Zabad, and Azizah, and of the sons of Babai, Jahnoen, Hananiah, Zabai, and Althiah, and of the sons of Bani, Meshulam, Maluk, and Adiah, Jashub, and Sheel, and Ramoth, and of the sons of Pathmoab, Adna, and Shalal, Benaiah, Messiah, Mataniah, Bezalel, and Benui, and Messiah, and of the sons of Harim, Elazar, Ishja, Malachiah, Shemaiah, Shimeon, Benjamin, Maluk, and Shemariah, of the sons of Hashum, Metaniah, Madathu, Zabad, Eliphalet, Jeremiah, Manasah, and Shimi, of the sons of Bani, Madai, Amram, and Uiel, Benaiah, Bediah, Chalum, Benaiah, Mermoth, Eliashib, Metaniah, Matnei, and Jeshua, and Beni, and Binui, Shimi, and Shalmiah, and Nathan, and Adiah, Machnadebi, Shashai, Sharai, Azriel, and Shalamiah, Shamariah, Shalom, Amariah, and Joseph, of the sons of Nebo, Jael, Mattathiah, Zabad, Zabina, Jadua, and Joel, Benaniah. All these had taken strange wives, and some of them had wives by whom they had children. Thanks for watching, y'all. And uh, I hope God keeps you safe in the shadow of his wing until he returns for all of us. So have a wonderful, blessed day. Be blessed. I thank God for y'all every day. 
Thanks for listening. Have a great one. See you on the flip side. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, One day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun but get ready to pay your dues This book
Bunda